Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Steve! You can change your filthy animals. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Hello Steve-O podcast, another special edition, live from the loo, but with a difference, wouldn't you say, Enes? Uh, yes, did you disinfect the micros, microphone? I, the microphone? I did. Um, <laughs> smarty pants. Oh, the smarty pants. We have a glass of wine here, you see, that's going on, a couple of glasses. I feel like I need it today, I'm not going to lie to you. Mm. It's fucking. Um, I love this wine. You do. It's a. I think it's. I think. I don't know if it's just a Malbec or is it Malbec and Cab Sav. I don't know, but I it's an Argentinian anyway. It's an I Argentinian like wine. It. Shout out to um, the guys down at uh, Drinks Aware in Stony Batter who were. It was stressful down there tonight. Mm. Um, I went down to get the wine and um, I don't know. I'm gonna have to Google it, but uh, I think there might be earlier closing off license times. I don't know. Mm. But the guy was at seven o'clock. He was like, um, it was one per- it was a big queue out in the street because one person at a time in the shop. Is sorry, one person at a time in the shop. Yeah. yeah, there was a guy at the door and um, went in and he was like, hurry up, please. I was like, oh, fucking hell. Um, but yeah, it was just stressy in there. You know, you you went to the shop. Were you in the, you in the shops today as well? Uh, yesterday. Yeah, I, I can't even know what day fucking it is. Uh, yeah, no, I, I went to the shops yesterday and today because... I bought two cans of Guinness, oh, one to make a stew <laughs> and the other one to make Guinness uh, soda bread. And I told Which, did that you last all? night, yeah. I bought all the stuff to make. Joking. Wow, yep. that was quick. Were we too loud? Pausing here. Pause. Oh, maybe it is. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Uh, little one woke up, so had to do an emergency upstairs to put her back to sleep. But she was apparently hanging off the side of the bed. Yeah. But hey. She who will not be named. <laughs> I know. So yeah. where we were we were getting back to um, was I was just saying that you uh well, so basically I bought stuff to make Oh that's right. A whole lovely homemade mm. soda bread with Guinness. Guinness soda bread. Guinness soda bread. And Guinness beef and Guinness stew. Yeah. Which is lovely. Guinness. Thank you. Uh and I specifically told you Yeah. That I bought the ingredients to do it. So I last night I had a horrible migraine. I went to bed. And when I woke up, when I woke up this morning, uh, I went into the kitchen and the thing that I had on the counter was an empty 
can of Guinness. Mm-hmm. And I was about to kill him because this was for our breakfast. What? <laughs> I was going to make bread for breakfast. Oh, right. <laughs> you just made it sound like everybody was going to have, we were going to have a can of Guinness for breakfast in our house. We could have as well, but. And the annoying thing was, like, I just, well, like, I felt like a drink last night and I was like, oh, the can of Guinness is there. I'll have that. I thought that was extra to make uh, beef and Guinness stew because last time I was like, oh, we could have put a bit more Guinness into it or whatever. So I thought it was just an extra. So I was like, I'll crack it open and drink it. And it was mm. fucking disgusting. Now, I noticed people out there who drink Guinness by the can, but not for me. Not for me, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, and it went down the drain. Most of it no went down the drain. No bread for anybody this, no. <laughs> <laughs> this morning. Um, so I went to the shop this morning. Did yes. you, you didn't make it in the end, though, no? Does even, I haven't, no, because no. today I made this uh, chickpea kind of thing. And I made some good. chocolate brownies as well. Chocolate and beetroot brownies. They vegan, good, yeah. super healthy. Are they healthy? There's still a good bit of sugar in them, though, isn't it? Yeah, but it's just I because I use coconut sugar, I use half of the amount of sugar that it's supposed to go on the recipe. So yeah, but um, and it's I use raw organic cacao and blah blah blah. It was good. They were good. They were tasty. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, that's the first that you say that about my the brownies. Not even the brownies, but when I when I bake healthy. Not not cooking, but when I bake yeah. something healthy, you, you usually don't like it. They're hard to, I mean, they are hard to get tasty, to be fair. Like, baking and healthy is a tough combination, I think. Flavor-wise, it's just like, mm. and they were just nice as well. Like, they weren't, they weren't nothing amazing, but they were nice. They were, they don't feel like brownies, actually feel like more of a cake, like a healthy chocolatey cake. Yeah. Do uh, you know what I've realized? I think when you eat healthy, or when I eat healthy, actually, my palate kind of changes and mm. all the sweet things that I'm used to, they're just like once I'm eating healthy for a while and then I go for like a normal chocolate, it just feels too sweet for me. So I think all the healthy cakes or sweets or whatever, they're way less sweeter and they don't have as much taste. But I think when you're eating healthy for a while, you don't really feel that and it really tastes like, hmm, this is yummy. Mm. But if you're eating like chocolate all the time and stuff like that like normal normal sweets like that mm. when you try something healthy you're just like oh this is a bit like tasteless or is this weird weird texture you know and the soup was all right what was that was an interesting although the it was a bit was a one French note but the the addition to the suggestion of lime worked really well then yeah yeah so this, the soup was just uh, a friend sent me the recipe and um and I just tried it was just chickpeas with turmeric, ginger, garlic, onion, and um, yeah, and then you kind of and uh, chili flakes as well, and pepper, mint as well went in there, mint as well, yeah, and you just you make it like almost like a curry, and the end it's kind of a curry soupy thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, but it was it was it, it needs something crunchy there. And I needed, like, the acidity of the lime was a good adding, yeah. Very rarely do I have one of those soups that are all pureed together. Now, this did have addition of some, like, um, like flavored chickpeas at the end to kind of go on top to but add it, a bit of different texture. It, it wasn't even pureed. I just kind of mashed a little bit the chickpeas. Yeah. But they, but you have, you still have a lot of chunks of but chickpeas the main, there. But the main, the main body of soup was kind of 
was was puree, but like it was just oh sorry, and I forgot to say it is it has coconut canned coconut milk. So that's the that's the, the that's thing a beef that you think. That's yeah. what you think that it's pureed. And it's not. It's just the, the coconut, which is quite creamy. But I just mean the texture. Is mm. you know what I'm saying? It's all one. It's all one note, and then the flavor isn't mm. like when you're drinking that soup. The only the only feeling that you have of something else going on is the peppermint added. The is the mint added at the end, mm. and the uh, the extra chickpeas that haven't been mushed in. Mm. But other than that, it feels like a puree. There's mm. no like t- texture of other things going on there, yeah. which is which is fine. But like I find with most puree type suits, they, the the difficulties there they will always be one note. So you do have to add like a flake or a or a syrup or an oil on the top though, mm. some way. And I don't think I've ever experienced that fully. Maybe in, in I think I remember having something in Clove Club, which is I think it's now two Michelin stars. So you know that's the level that you get to, to get a bit of complexity into into one one um, thing. But yeah. Anyway, there you go. It was still nice. It was still nice. Yeah, it was just a different kind of so, uh, vegetarian kind of stuff so you don't have to eat um, meat and fish every day, basically. Mm. We have have had a lot less meat this week, I feel. Or maybe less not. meat and less fish. Yeah, because, like, I, I don't know, it's just easier to cook with <laughs> vegetables mm. uh, if you're not going to the shop every day or something like that. So the last time that we finished up the podcast, we were saying that we we're going to talk about sex stuff, and um, because we we had an interesting conversation the other day in the kitchen, where I thought it was good that we were able to talk about previous partners and like sex between men and women, are and our experiences of it and all that kind of stuff, um, which I think it's a healthy thing to be able to do as people that are together now that we can talk about our experiences in the past. Um, as you said the other day that I go into it <laughs> sometimes yeah. you don't want to know <laughs> you but go into some details and I'm like I don't really need to know that <laughs> but um, but you were uh, one thing that I thought you were interested it was interesting that you said was so I don't know if this is where the conversation started but all these guys that are in the you know I don't know how we would describe them I don't know if you got it right I don't even know if they exist that much anymore but back in the day the guys in the nightclub who were with the sharp haircuts and the sharp hair and they obviously work in their body and all that and they're, there's a group of four or five of them and they're obviously after the ladies that you were saying that generally those guys when it comes to sexual stuff they're not very good at it well that was my experience I don't know if all those kind of players were like that player player <laughs> but um, so from my experience um Whenever I had uh, sex with those kind of guys, I was surprised because you would have think that, oh, they know the game. They know what they're doing. They've been doing this like with lots of girls and so they should know better. Yeah. And sometimes it was just disappointing saying like, what is going on here? Like, have you so ever had sex it? before? <laughs> right, really. So what is wrong with that? That they just don't listen to what's uh, going on in the situation? Or? I don't know. I, I mean, like, I think I think from my experience, again, like, I have no idea if all the players out there yeah, the yeah. are like that. But from my experience, I don't know if it's because they were too drunk or... Um, or if they don't have time to build up a relationship because they're always jumping and they were jumping like from girl to girl and they don't really uh, spend time with someone to to develop not develop but like to have the experience of being interested in having sex not, not that they're not interesting in satisfying me but they were just like i think when you with someone and you have a relationship you kind of spend time 
and trying to to get to know the other person better and their body and how does it work for because everybody's different everybody likes different stuff and and from my experience if it was like a one uh, one one night stand or something like that or just a few nights and then things wouldn't move forward it feels like they just they just don't know what they're doing sometimes and it's just like what is this like it's really not very interesting and it's just and 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 it's just surprising because you would have think that they have lots of experience and they probably have lots of girls that they slept with but they still never went deep into like the emotional part or like being more aware of what's happening for the girl or I, I don't know and we were young as well so I don't know how like, how young like your teenage years or no like it, early 20s I would say mm, mm, yeah cuz it's interesting cuz uh, sorry, I I just don't know if you ever experienced that, but sometimes at the beginning of a relationship, sex can sometimes not so good until you because it's like it's two different bodies trying to meet at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you kind of work it out at the, at at you're having more sex with that person. Yeah. What does it feels good for each other? How your bodies work better together? The rhythms, the movement, and it's kind of a, you need to work out that that kind of stuff. And if you're having just one night stand constantly you don't really have time to figure those things out mm, mm. so that that's kind of my theory but it's only my theory and it's just my well, experience as well yeah well you i I, th- I was under the impression from the conversation the other day that you hadn't been with that many of these sporty no i haven't been guys, with but many but it's interesting that no like it's interesting that the my experience was that so your experience do you do you experience do you like do you chat about that with the girls kind of a thing? Is that kind of a conversation that the girls have? Oh, I don't remember because now I have been with you for four years and I've been living abroad and <laughs> I yeah, don't yeah. remember like. But do you remember having chats with the girls about what what you know sex was like with partners back in the day? Or? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We would talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that we, a common theme among the girls that like these kind of guys or? I presume you wouldn't talk about it with your sister who's kind of single and still playing the field. You don't talk about that stuff, do you? Uh, no, no. My sister is younger than me as well. It's just kind of weird. But yeah. we've spoke a few times, but not really. But like she kind uh, of would be in that world a little bit more, wouldn't she? Yeah. Uh, totally. Well, well, actually, not really, because every time, like, she has boyfriends, boyfriends. So yeah. she's not really uh, single and having fun, you know? Yeah, but I'm saying, like, it's, that's her world. Like, you know, that's her... You know, when she she's a socializer, she's out doing. You know, she's hanging around with these people all the yeah, time. Yeah, but like I, we met them on the beach. Do you know what I mean? You know. These. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that she wouldn't she wouldn't know that because right. she, whenever she has a, a guy, she she ends up in a relationship with right, him. Right. So she doesn't really. But would they not be all talking about it between each other? I have no idea. Yeah. So uh, that's sorry, and get back to that. <laughs> Were you talking about that with with your friends back in the day? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. I don't really remember, but I, I guess I guess we would because like it was just like um, we would talk about sex and we would talk about guys and boyfriends and girlfriends and what was happening and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I suppose we would. And it's just like I don't know if they've ever experienced that. Actually, I, I think I think I, maybe I was embarrassed to say that I had a bad experience because the guys wouldn't really know what they're doing. So you'd be embarrassed to say that to your friends. To your girlfriends, uh, yeah, because I don't know because like you don't really want to talk. Sh- at least me, I don't really want to talk shit about like oh. guys. You know, like saying that oh, like he was shit or whatever. Or I don't know. It, That's f- interesting cause because for me, it's still like uh, although we talk or we used to talk about sex and guys and everything would be in a very general way. We wouldn't really expose okay, yeah, yeah. W- w- the, the individuals. The, yeah, the yeah, individuals. Yeah. So and and I, at least I was very respectful of that. Yeah. 
So, which is interesting because sometimes you get the imp- impression, or sometimes the way that girls might take the piss out of fellas, or maybe it's certain types of girls, I don't know. But he, sometimes you get the impression that the girls are kind of laughing behind the fellas' backs a lot about that kind of stuff. But I could be completely wrong, like you know. I think if we do that kind of stuff, we'll be in kind of a general jokey way. But right, I, right. at least my group of friends and myself, we we wouldn't say things about. Oh, this specific person this did yeah, this yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or couldn't get up, for yeah. example, or couldn't get up, uh, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, is, couldn't, or couldn't which is fair or, enough, lads. <laughs> yeah, it is fair enough. Sometimes mm. we're not horny enough, and we're not, we don't be, wet, we're not wet enough. Yeah, they don't talk like about, that. yeah, because yeah, it's a real shame on a man if you can't get it up, but it's not the kind of the same all the way around. If a, if a woman isn't oh, wet really? enough, you know what I mean? It wouldn't be, you wouldn't be, oh, you couldn't get wet. Do you know what I mean? Kind of, it's the kind of it would still be like it's a bit of an embarrassing thing for for a man i remember it happened to one girl i was seeing for a while and it was the first night together and i was i think it was just like i was i don't know what it was because i was a young guy like even now i don't know what it was but it just wasn't happening and i was like what the fuck is going on i wasn't drunk i wasn't you know i was but i was mortified absolutely mortified so it is a kind of a a thing of embarrassment uh, for a, for a, for a dude yeah i don't know i think like with girls if we don't really get wet, <laughs> now this is going to be a little bit graphic, but <laughs> you can always add a bit of like lube or something that yeah, makes it yeah. happen anyway, yeah, you know. Yeah. And if a guy doesn't get and up, if a guy doesn't get up, there's nothing you can do. As really. a friend of mine said, you can't really thumb it in, can you? <laughs> 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 um, so, so yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't know if girls would like. Maybe there are some girls that are like that, and they kind of beachy and. Mm. But I suppose the same with men. I I, I hope that, that men that the men that I've been with wouldn't be talking about me openly saying my name. But if they would comment something about me, at least you know, like the, 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 you said, oh, you said comment there because it sounded like if they comment something. No, like, no, 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 oh, comment, comment. Sorry. <laughs> I hope that if they were commenting something about me, they wouldn't use my name or they wouldn't be specific about it. But again, like I don't know. I feel that sometimes guys can be a little bit like that as well. Or yeah. some, some are more respectful and they wouldn't say things about the girls. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've experienced that specifics. Like you kind of, it would just be like, did you or didn't you? And that's kind of it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Did you have sex or did you not have sex? That was kind of it. But you wouldn't really be talking. Nah, yeah, you wouldn't be talking about what happened or stuff. I, like that. I I think that's probably maybe that's more common across the board that you don't talk about that stuff because it is kind of like there is a boundary there, isn't there? You don't want to be talking about like going into work the next day and going, oh yeah, we did this and we did that and blah blah. It's just like, although apparently it's cultural because there's a there's a common friend of ours who's Italian who'll come into his place of work the next day and be like, oh last night was amazing. We did this and then we did that and then and everyone's going, oh Jesus Christ, I'm trying to have a coffee here. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I, would that happen if only if you are in a relationship or if it's a one night stand? Would you be talking and laughing and commenting with your? The friends? only time you would talk about it, the only time I would have talked about it is well after it's happened do you know what i mean so mm. say i did have a one night stand with somebody um a a lot of people probably wouldn't know about it so i wouldn't say anything about it at the time and then you know maybe months later or something if something came up in conversation then you might mention about it then you might talk about it or whatever but again uh, you, 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 you wouldn't go into details really because it's just a bit like mm. 
I think I'm just I'm just picturing like those most I suppose in my recent life the only conversations I would have had that would have been where I was working in in London the last time mm. but even at that you're kind of just like you don't say anything do you know what I mean do you know what actually <laughs> what are you laughing at there <laughs> because I'm, I'm th- as you were talking sorry I was just uh, I just remember something really funny that happened well I thought it was funny at least for me <laughs> at that time um, about commenting actually I remember uh, that I was I was living in Barcelona that at that time and I was with a friend and we were on the tube uh-huh. and we were just chatting about sex and positions and this on the and tube that. we're just the two of us we're Portuguese we were in, we were like in Jesus. in Barcelona people wouldn't understand what we were saying we were just chatting like normal chat like and have you tried this this position and blah 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 <laughs> you must try this one and we were inside like the carriage and uh-huh. we were sitting um, front to each other. And we had, it was like those four kind of... Uh, seats of four. Seats, seats yeah. of four, yeah. And we had two other people next next to us. And I was just like, okay, just imagine this. And I started to tell her, like, the details of the position. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and the next stop, the woman next to us just starts laughing. And she laughs and she's like, hi, good afternoon, but in Portuguese. So she was Portuguese. <laughs> and she understood everything. And she didn't say anything <laughs> until the end. And then she was laughing at us and she left. And we were both red, like, so <laughs> embarrassed. Because we just assumed that no one was going to yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So we were like talking wow. like openly what about kind of, it what kind of an age was she i don't remember but i just i just remember this situation i don't know That's she was funny. young as well uh so yeah so that was funny because like uh, uh, the things that i was saying were quite like graphic as well <laughs> you could like <laughs> imagine that you're sitting this position and then he goes this way and blah 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 and the <laughs> other woman was just like and we didn't even notice that she was probably already giggling you know yeah yeah <laughs> <But> that was <laughs> like, yeah cool. so, so that would be the kind of stuff that we would be talking about now that i'm thinking uh, it's like yeah we, we, you would talk about like have you done this and have you tried this and, and this what is about when you're this? in relationships uh, relationships or not like okay, whatever right. what, whatever sexual experience you're having like yeah. have you tried this toy or have you th- tried that toy I remember oh toys when, even at that age yeah 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 really remember, wow yeah I remember well, I what remember toys have actually, you done because I've done fuck all like Really? Yeah. I, there was, I don't know if this was something that was like kind of trendy at that age or at that time, but we used to use like the police stuff, what do you call the handcuffs? Or we used to... <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a game that you have some, what do you call those things that you throw to play? Dice? Dice, yeah. yeah dice with positions as well. I used to play that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those kind of knickers that are like eatable, edible. Knickers? Yeah, do you know the knickers? Edible knickers. Yeah, do you know the what? ones with the rings, colorful no, rings? No, You've never seen that. No. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. You don't know what you're missing? Wow. <laughs> Jesus. So Maybe what kind we of should bring that into our relationship so we can have Edible a rings. Yeah, do you know, like, they're colorful ones. They have, and they're like sweets. You know the, I don't even know what you call them, like, in English, to be honest. Mm. But, uh they are little sugar rings, tiny. No, I know the ones you're talking about. Do you know, yeah, so, yeah. so they have knickers like in that form, like made of these. But and I'd you rather can eat them and like I don't want them all around that area. Of, no, obviously you're not going to eat that as if you're watching a movie in the cinema. <laughs> you know, like you're just going to give a little bite just like for the fun. You're not going to eat right. the whole stuff. Yeah. So it's funny. Uh, chocolate as well, ice as well. Uh, what else? So you want all, what, what kind of stuff? Chocolate. What? What are you doing with chocolate? <laughs> Just melting chocolate, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
I hope none of my ex-boyfriends or so you were melting chocolate over them, or they were melting chocolate over you. Uh, that's too personal now. We're not what do you mean it's too personal? It's <laughs> <laughs> too personal. You just told me you were melting both, chocolate. Both. Jesus! Oh my God! I know where you're putting that chocolate. And oh, Jesus! Where am I putting that chocolate? You have no idea. Maybe on it was just knob. on the belly. On his knob. Maybe it was just on the belly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but now anyway, with a let's cherry hope. on top of it let's, uh, <laughs> I'm joking <laughs> and with a bit of uh, cream <laughs> okay <laughs> my god oh my god I've done none of those things oh, see really? when we when we met right you were like oh you were a pig I know you were and like I don't want to know anything about your sexual partners I'm like okay fine and you're calling me a pig but I've done none of that kind of stuff well but you probably slept with way more girls than I slept with boys and and all these to say actually I had long relationships uh, in my youth so I would do all this stuff not with random guys I would do this with people that I've been girlfriend and boyfriend for like two years three years four years you know you're with so girls as well no m- oh, no you were being the girl boy, yeah boy in a relationship friend. yeah say that sorry <laughs> i don't know what happened there's like blah, blah 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 but yeah so yeah no i've done none of that stuff um we can try some no i don't i don't i would no interest in having food now involved in sex okay without food we can do some of the toys what toys are we talking about if you want to if you don't want to we don't have to bring it on like i i do you know what i have what? Well, yeah, you have a dildo, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's one toy. Yeah. We've used that already. Yeah, but you love that. No, but we've used it. Yeah, I know. Together, so that's one toy that we've used it. So you've t- you've used a toy. Yeah, but that doesn't count. That's just you're, you're using that anyway, aren't you? Yeah, but... Well. Anyway, we... um. What else was I going to say? I did have a somebody... What do you call this long, slender silver one? That's a vibrator, isn't it? Oh yeah, but I don't know what uh, what the, what's that called. Yeah, I've had that shoved up my ass before. What's the difference? What's that? What's the difference between that and well, it's a, just a, a dildo and a vibrator? I've never. Well, a dildo is very much shaped like a willy, basically, like a knob, and it's like rubbery and you know, it's more. Ah, like, but, but mine the, the, is not so rubbery and so fluffy. I think mine is a vibrator. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I think yours is a rampant rabbit. Is it? it has it has a little yeah on as well? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a rampant rabbit. <laughs> But this one was like a long, slender kind of steel kind of thing. But it just does. I've seen v- it. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that got shoved up my arse once without uh, consent before. <laughs> that, um, that kind of stuff scares me a little bit. It looks like it's going to give me an electric shock or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does look like that. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, so there you are now. I didn't. Th- uh, but I've done zero of that kind of stuff. But that's interesting about the, the guys who like to let on like they're the ladies' men and they have loads of women and they're actually no good at it, which is... I find that interesting that... No, be careful with that because I don't know if that's the case for everybody. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying like, for me it happened. I was surprised when that happened to me mm. and I was like... But was it just uh, once? It could have just been one guy. No, it was, no, 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 times. a couple of times. Yeah. And I'm like, what is going on with these But as we were saying the other day, they don't really listen because like when I'm in bed with a woman, it's like it was always about kind of... Um, it's just playing around and kind of figuring out what the other person likes a little bit, you know. And kind even of if you're like drunk and it's one night at stand and you're just like, Ugh. that didn't happen that much though. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have really. Sla- I remember being with one girl in Liverpool and we didn't have sex, but we were having a great night. But she was doing way too many drugs. I don't even know if I was drinking at the time, but we went home. And she starts getting naked on top of me and she wanted everything to happen. And I just said, no, let's just I think you need to lie down here for a minute. And literally she lay down and went, gone. <laughs> and um, uh yeah, just because, I mean, who can... I, I I do remember having sex once, being very high, super high. 
and oh, it was like I've way too high and, and it's yeah it. it was just like i remember <sighs> opening my eyes going i have no fucking clue where i am who's this like hadn't a clue oh, no, about any really of us bad. that was just that was too much um but like i wouldn't have i don't think i had a girlfriend in my late teens we probably had sex drunk all right but like we would have had sex over all the time so you kind of know what you're doing anyway so yeah. Um, yeah, the whole drunken sex thing was never appealing to me because you can't. I mean, you don't know what you're doing then at no, that stage, do you? Yeah, I mean, like you, 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 you're drunk, but you, you know what you're doing still. Like, I think, I, th- I think our drunkenness levels are a bit different from here to Portugal. I mean, oh like, right, yeah, yeah. I think like over there, when you're drunk, you can still like you're kind of. Well, I don't That's know, the toilet not, dripping guys, by the way. Sorry, it's not as drunk as in here, so you can still do stuff. But it's like it's not a very enjoyable. And sometimes I feel that in those situations, you've just been out all night, having fun, having drinks, and then yeah. in the end, you just end up in each other's bed and just like having sex and it's just about literally sometimes i don't even come and the guy just like empties the balls and that's it and we having said that having said that now that we think about it the first night that we had sex i think we yeah we were we were fucking plastered exactly we didn't even remember (laughs) our conversation so we didn't remember the conversation i do remember having the sex though and i didn't yeah well i know i didn't start it that's for sure well we're not going to say because i don't remember what happened so you can say whatever i do i also remember going let's not do this now this is ridiculous and we walked out Outside where we were and your friend was standing at the other side of the oh, door oh no no I do remember that part yeah, yeah, but yeah. did we have sex in the house <laughs> see you don't even remember that either yeah yeah I, <laughs> I, I mean assume so we didn't have clothes on the next morning so I'm gonna I'm gonna assume we did <laughs> um, but um, yeah I don't if we did I don't remember yeah so see there you go yeah there's an example of things that sometimes you have no idea what happened yeah, um, yeah. but it didn't really feel that we were that drunk I just next morning I was like, "Whoa, what happened?" I didn't even realize that I was that drunk. For example, that time that because that was one of the that was one of the great nights when you are drinking and you're having such a great time that you don't realize how drunk you are till you get to bed. Which when you get to bed is an awful feeling because your head is spinning. You're like, "I'm going to get sick," you know. But that was one of those nights because there was so much uh, like it was full of adrenaline. Like there was like we were jumping on the tables and singing and like you know it was full of you know fun good fun like you know good crack uh, in an irish pub this was in on saint patrick's day four years ago in an irish pub and singing rebel songs and having having all sorts of crack with my mates that was a great thing you know we we're all jumping around and throwing each other around acting the fucking idiots basically but you're drinking as hard as you're having fun so it's like you're kind of burning off the alcohol a little mm. bit as well but yeah and that while i was growing up that would be the kind of um kind of drunkenness that i would have because i would always have fun and been drinking and so so yes i know what you mean Mm. um so but yeah but then like because i remember having been at a the 50 best restaurants awards and it was the it was the post it was the party after the awards ceremony because it was in london one year so like all of our restaurant basically went to it because it was in the neighboring restaurant in the clove club and they were just giving out free mezcal and mm, we were just fucking so dangerous oh so dangerous i think i had about 15 shots of it and i was just like <laughs> 15 of yeah mezcal. yeah a lot, a, a lot i remember having a lot and going this stuff is fucking grand it just gives you a nice little buzz it's not as strong as vodka or whatever and i'll never forget going out the front door of the clove club the sun had come back up and we had to do service in a few hours and it must have just been the cold air just going Poof. i was like oh my god i can't talk <laughs> like it was just like Ugh. And Aaron, whose house I was staying in in Dalston, like he was literally walking over to his bike, unlocking his bike, and I was like.
like, Aaron, do not get on that bike. But sure Sorry, enough, he, cy- he cycled home and... Uh, it was tur- a straight as well. Like, you just have to go straight. Yeah, yeah, you just have to go straight hard. down that road, yeah. And uh, he... Uh, well, I hope he walked home, at least, actually. And um, I remember I was dying, but I managed... We both had to start the shift at four o'clock the next day. And it was, a, it was an important shift because the lunch for the 50 best restaurant judges was happening in the restaurant. And he never turned up for work. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and actually, I didn't have to be there till four. That was embarrassing, actually. Some girl came up to me and said, Hi, Steve, and I'm... I think it was, he said... Laura, you said to come over and give me your number today. And I was like, I haven't a clue who you are. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We weren't together at that time, were we? I don't remember that. Definitely not. Why would I be giving out my number if I was drunk? I don't know. Huh? You were drunk. Unbelievable. You could... <laughs> Unbelievable. Exactly. You were drunk. You probably didn't know what you were doing. No, I didn't. I did absolutely not do that. Um, I don't think I've been really on a big pace up since we were going out, to be fair. But um, no, that was... I don't know what year that was. It was probably at least a year before before we would have officially started going out. Um but that was that was those restaurant night outs were were, were fun. They were hmm. they were cool events to be a part of. Because you had like like literally the chefs from the best restaurants in the world were at this party and lots of them don't drink. So they've all they're interested in is cooking all the time. So they're actually in the kitchen in Clove Club making fucking tacos. <laughs> so you're literally getting the best tacos you could ever get in the world, getting locked on free mezcal and having a boogie with John and Darren and all that. It was great. <laughs> like, yes, you know, it was fun. amazing. It was so much fun. Um so yeah, uh, it was good. I think with the, it was interesting what you were even saying with these lads, with these lads and their even with their hands and all this kind of stuff. The way that you said when when a man when they're really bad at like putting their hands on your trousers and stuff like that, how mm. they're so what did you say they're like like just fucking like just really rough and stuff down there. It's just like it's the worst thing. It's the worst thing ever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to be gentle down there, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like with your hands at least, and then you can go rough <laughs> after that. But it's just. I find it, um, uh, well, I don't know, maybe I'm just being a fucking arrogant asshole here, but I find it amazing that people would be bad at that. It's just like, you've got to figure it out. you got to well, feel way, around. You, you gotta... never had a, like a bad blowjob? Um, Come on, oh, you must yeah, have. I would say most of them are, aren't great, like, to be honest with you. So, but it's, you but, but that's different. It's just like they just don't know what feels good. They're not being rough or they're not doing, they're not doing stuff that's... that's um, painful i mean there's i remember one person just like pulling at it too hard and you're like jesus christ would you calm down there but in general it's just they just don't really know how to get and it's i think it's hard to give a good one but it's but also like that's the same thing i think guys don't don't really know what to do like they i think i blame porn because guys just see like these women having like a hand like full shoved up there yeah, their, <laughs> their vaginas, vaginas yeah, and they yeah. just like think that that's what we like and it's like i think a lot of bad sex experiences come from guys watching too much porn and right. or girls watching too much porn that's I think interesting that's what, because especially when you're growing up that you don't really know you're just discovering your sexuality mm. and you're just watching these unrealistic sex i wonder is that more of an issue now because or maybe because i was sexually active quite young i never i don't think certainly in my early years i don't think porn influence my sex at all um i'm thinking of even as far as my first girlfriend i wouldn't i wasn't even watching porn then because there was no access to watching porn when i was 17 18 we had a family computer so i wasn't watching porn on that <laughs> do you know what i mean mm. so and i wasn't but the, there wasn't internet in the phones then there was picture messages so but the, you know but i wasn't had wa- magazines no uh, no i never had magazines no well i, I know, know i know there was yeah but, 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 the, magazine, was the, there, but the magazine like... isn't going to tell you anything about sex do you know what i mean it's not going to because you're, you're just looking at a picture 
So it's not going to teach you anything of yeah. what you're going to do. So I definitely was more influenced in my um, earlier years with uh, with um, just my experiences. And but you were very early. Like guys that are just starting their sex lives at the age of 16, for example, or 15. Mm. There, there's porn available. Been, we now have, they'll have been wanking off the porn for a few years, yeah. And, and also, like at at my time, I <laughs> another funny story. I thought um, I remember in Portugal we used to have one channel on TV that usually was locked, and it was channel 18. Only George was on that channel. No, we That's didn't have dad. it in my house. Like, <laughs> and uh, my poor grandmother, <laughs> she's not li- alive anymore. But uh, she used to she used to to be at home like in the evening times and we often like me and my cousins we go there and have a a sleepover and sometimes we would be watching some tv with her and she always hold a remote but she would she used to fall asleep with the remote in her hand and sometimes she would press the buttons on the remote and more than once happened that she was just like falling asleep pressing the buttons and end up on channel 18 and just like (laughs) and all of us like panicking trying to change that (laughs) Well, she's asleep. <laughs> she was asleep and we were just afraid that she was going to wake up and, and we were just like all panicking trying to change the channel. Jesus. But that channel was available in some some houses. So right, I, I right. think some of my friends would be watching porn on channel 18. So maybe 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 they learned from that. I yeah, have no yeah. idea. I yeah. just think like the way that sometimes boys were doing that kind of stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I don't want your fist in there. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> or just like calm down, or so. But yeah, but because you don't really know what you're doing at, at age yeah, as yeah. well, so I, I guess it's normal. Yeah, I. I mean, I was quite. I think I was quite open to being guided when I was young. You know, hmm. you know, or asking, is that okay, or is that not? You know, sometimes I don't know. I think maybe maybe girls are a little bit more shy. They don't really want to say that the guy's not doing a good job, and yeah, because but, but, it, but, but that, that's, that can that, be a turn off if if you like when you're too young and you just. So like, oh, this is shit. Maybe this is my fault or maybe like... Uh, no, but I, I would just like be kind of, you know, being being gentle and being guided, I think, is always a good starter, especially when you're starting out with somebody yeah. that you can find out what is what is exactly they want. And Yeah, but also if you like... But in my case, like also if you're going out at night, you're kind of drunk and just having a one-night stand, you're not really going to yeah, do that. Yeah, it's just not that... Yeah, it's not the... I mean, and like this sounds that I had lots of one night stands. I'm just, she I just did. want, to, I just. I think want you're to playing it down. I think you're playing it down. How, no. how much of a player you are. I think you've been mm. around the block in it, and that's no. fine. <laughs> that is fine. If it was true, I would have said, but it's not that true. Like it's not, it's not it doesn't, it's not as bad as it sounds. Mm. The hummus soup is coming out now. I'm not going to lie to you. I know. I sorry can about feel that. It. Yeah, that was, that smells awful. I'm sorry. Mm, probably the Guinness stew as well. Guinness stew that was last night. Yeah, but the Guinness that's well gone now at this stage. Oh yeah, you. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but anyway, that's what Live at the Loo is from. It's got to, it's got to involve red wine and some farts as well. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? The one thing. So you're saying that that lads were quite bad at it as well. But I feel I could be wrong now. But in your conversations with your friends when you're talking about sex and all that kind of stuff. It's not really said that the, the onus seems to be on the guy at being good at it a lot. But sometimes it's like, it's never, do you know what I'm saying? Like that the onus is more on the guy for the whole sexual experience between the couple to be good. As opposed to like, sometimes, you know, a girl can be just bad at it as well. Oh yeah, definitely. I, was I don't think they talk, and I'm not saying you were saying that, but I don't think people talk about that as much as well. And I wouldn't say that about most, because I find the experience with girls that I've been with in general, some girls know what they're like straight away, sometimes you're kind of finding it together, and sometimes they're a little bit shy, so you kind of, you know, you 
you know, you, I think you guide and you're, you're gentle and you find your way out through that. And some people, very few, I have to say, very few, but some are just shit. Do you know what I, do you know what I figure out by chatting with my friends? I have a lot of friends that they just don't like sex. Wow. Which is weird, and they still have it just because well, you don't suffer with that problem at all. No, <laughs> can you stop giving that information? <laughs> no, but honestly, ashamed of. Uh, no, I'm not ashamed, but it's just too private. Come Sorry. on, <laughs> too uh, private. I think we've gone past that <laughs> with your fucking chocolate and cream on the knob. Well, but that was in the past, like you're talking about something that is still present alive in me. Um, but I was saying that I've discovered that a lot of my friends. They don't enjoy sex. They don't have orgasms, and they don't like uh, giving blowjobs. Wow, a lot, and that's S- or they don't even masturbate. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> well, you should go, I think not even. And some of them never even looked with a mirror into their vaginas. I think you should get on Des and Katie's shift podcast because <laughs> they talk about all this stuff. But I'm pretty sure Katie at the beginning of the of them starting to do the podcast had never had an orgasm before or never masturbated or something like that but apparently it's quite common I remember being with a 28 year old woman who had never masturbated before and mm. I was like what mm. and so then I kind of showed her because I was more experienced than she was and mm. she was like that was the crazy thing she was in love with me then you know just didn't want to ever leave me and all that I was like no no this is normal you can do it for yourself you know um, it's just uh, but like to be that age of a woman and to not mm. have experienced that at all and it wasn't that I think it was more religious with her it wasn't that like she was super sensitive and it didn't take a lot for her to enjoy it mm. but Especially she just wouldn't if you wouldn't never go. had an orgasm I imagine she just touched the right, touched the right button well, it wasn't Wee-hee! exactly there was not much she, like you just touched it and she was like going through the ceiling like you know it was nuts yeah. I, I don't know like um I have a f- yeah, I have a f- quite a few friends that are like that, and I know that I think I, I think there's lo- a condition that women can't actually have orgasms. I've heard of I something been, like that. I have been with one woman who couldn't, and I was like, um, and she she did enjoy having sex, and but she was very open about the fact that she's never had an orgasm. Mm. And I was like, "We well, just try it yourself and all that." And she's like, "No, no, it doesn't work. Doesn't work. Doesn't work." Yeah. And it was like, "Wow, it's um." It's uh, that must be difficult. That must be uh, or stressful. I don't know. Is this? I don't know if she never had it before. She doesn't really know what she's missing. So, but because she still did want to have sex, she did have sex and she did want to, but it didn't. It was stressful. I think it was a stress on her. Like she was very self conscious in the bedroom then because she wasn't enjoying it in the way Mm. that she should or whatever. And yeah, do you know what I? I feel I, I. I'm no expert and I have no idea. This is just my only opinion. But I feel that those kind of experiences of not being able to have an orgasm or to enjoy sex, are they are connected somehow to some kind of trauma that kind of block that in your body. So really? mentally, it's just, uh, it just blocks you from enjoying it, even if it's religious, something that it's in, inside you that blocks you. Because it's such a natural process in your body. It's just like, it's, it's just physical. Yeah. So... It's it's hard, and, and your brain has a massive I- impact on that, right? If, isn't it? Like as a guy, like if your brain can just turn you off very quickly, and for me the same. And uh, no. Um. But what do you mean? Well, if something happens, that it'll like, turn like, you no, off. No, for yeah. example, no. I mean, like if you're having sex yeah. and you're just starting to think of something else that worries you or whatever, you can just like suddenly. No. <laughs> no? Really. <laughs> Well, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I think that I think the mind think has a huge impact on yeah, sexual life of people. I think sometimes, sometimes you could be, well, so, well, from my point of view, sometimes I might be, um, 
I don't know if you'd say distracted, but if you're just not enjoying it or you're tired or whatever and like it can be hard to finish yourself or whatever that I mean, but that's happened very rarely to me where I've been going like, oh yeah, you just are you done there? Like like literally rarely in like whatever it is now, I'm what, twenty two years of having sex. Um that's rarely happened, you know. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, I understand well there's loads of jokes about that, like I think Des and Des Bishop and Tommy Tiernan have made loads of great jokes about it, like, you know, uh, it won't take much for a man to come, but a woman needs to have the washing in from the line first. <laughs> you know, <laughs> everything needs to be right and the situation needs to be right. Um, but so friends and colleagues that are like that they don't. So they literally don't like having sex. They don't like any part of it yeah, at all. I remember one girl, she told me that. Uh, so she has she had this long term relationship and she had ones before before as well and she would say like yeah no I just don't enjoy sex I don't masturbate and I was like so but how do you do it like do you have sex often with your with your boyfriend it's like yeah yeah but just I just do it because I like him to to have pleasure so I do it for him and I like to give him pleasure but I don't really enjoy it like and was she I sad have, about this or was it just like a normal I think of, she was did she, do you think she even missed it I think she was a bit disconnected to it I think she wouldn't right. really mind you know she was just mm. like kind of like whatever. oh yeah whatever you know yeah um, so that for me was like big and then I have a few friends that they told me that they don't enjoy doing oral sex as well and some they don't really enjoy like wanking and like masturbating and some never explore their their like that part of their body, and it's like I don't know if it's shame. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think if it's cultural, even because of like co- a very Catholic country, that maybe because yeah, maybe. They're, they're but but like, I, no, actually, I had this conversation with people f- from all over the world when I was in London. So okay, with a lot of girls right. from different parts of the world, right? Uh, they would have that kind of. Uh, so it was kind of a common thing. I was surprised. And then I have also other friends that really enjoy sex, that they masturbate. They're just uh, very open and very normal about that. Some of them were just like, oh, my God. And you're just like, this is so normal. I'll never forget my mother saying to me, uh, I can't remember how it came up in conversation at the kitchen table once years ago. And she just said to me, it seemed a little bit out of the, out of the blue, but she was like, yeah, I don't get the big deal with sex. Everybody's like, and I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know. And my dad <laughs> walks into the room and he's like, Anna, shut up. <laughs> um, so your dad wasn't even at the table. No, he wasn't even. He kind of. And he, I remember him kind of going in. What are you talking about? Like your mom's talking about. She thinks sex isn't that a big deal. Are you shut up, will it? <laughs> <laughs> so there I was, you go, I was like, obviously kind of laughing at him, you know. Some women obviously don't think that it's a big deal. Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> And you can't really blame on that. No, of course not. I mean, I don't think it's a big deal either, but no, but, but it's I enjoy such a joy it. In life, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. It's good crack. Uh, yeah, and and it's a good way of connecting with your partner mm. and to even just to have some time as well, like o- away from the rest of your of your life. Um. So yeah, I yeah I enjoy it. You know, you said something the other day then in the kitchen where she was like, "By the way, if you've got any um." questions or comments to make or feedback on anything that we're talking about do get in touch at hello steve on instagram send in your questions your queries <laughs> and all that kind of stuff to our sex doctor Inez torres we'll call do we we'll call her dr maria do you know what? there was a show in portugal i was probably like my early 20s as well 
and I, I remember that we used to go so I had a we had a group of friends and we were all together in in college actually first year or second year of college and she had this little house apartment outside of Lisbon that it was from her parents but they let us use no one was using that so we went in we paint we were we were doing a interior design degree so we used to have like lots of big papers and stuff to do and to draw and blah 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 so we just paint the whole apartment and make that our little studio and we all of us had the key and we would go there sometimes with boys sometimes with no boys sometimes just to work all together and have some cracker whatever and I remember there was a, t- to a have TV some show. Crack, to have the crack, you mean? <laughs> to have, like, the crack, to have some crack means you're yeah, having crack cocaine. Yeah, sorry, I still don't know how to use that expression. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, so there was a TV show that we obviously weren't allowed to watch at our parents' house. That we used to go there and watch it was like some kind of Portuguese doctor talking about sex and an- answering all these questions. And so one time, she was <laughs> explaining how to masturbate, and she used a funny. Wow. A funny expression because someone on they so you would call there and ask her questions. Oh, people would call up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with fake names, obviously. <laughs> and so someone asked about masturbating and how to find the the clitoris, and uh, and she was just saying like it's like a little pea, and you just poke the pea, and, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just. But that in Portuguese is even funnier than saying in English because poke the, the pea, ladies. <laughs> so that was yeah, that was good fun as well. Um, that kind of show. I remember when we were over last summer, we, I remember meeting uh, a couple of friends of yours and thinking to myself, I think Enish has had sex with one of these guys. And sure enough, you had. And I guessed right. <laughs> Was that ever weird for you? Or like, because I, I don't think you've met anybody. Uh, you've, never, you've not met anybody I've had sex with I in did. the past. Who? Oh, we can't name names. Yeah. But. You know who. Do I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That doesn't count, and that happened that before. That counts. <laughs> that counts because we had sex with her, so that counts. <laughs> yeah, but you you knew that person before, before I uh, before it had. This was a no. chance. Like, anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but that was the only one. Yeah, that's true. that's true. And you this was the only one as well. The one that you met. It was the only one as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but well, that's a good point. Yeah, it so was completely and it was completely random as well. With that guy? No, like you made it meeting him. <laughs> oh right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I wonder, was he thinking that even, or like, no, probably not. No, it was ages ago, he yeah. wasn't, I'm sure. But uh, other than that weird other experience, which I'm not going but into. But to be fair, like, do you know what? I just want to say that actually I end up being friends or getting along fine with these people. I think that doesn't really happen to you, does it? Like, no, people no. that you had friends, you don't really get people in touch? Sex with- so, yeah, yeah. No, I would have always had a good relationship with with. I mean, with now, like these girls. days. No, I just haven't kept. I mean, I just don't keep keep in touch. Yeah. I mean, there's. I mean, I would say ninety percent of the the women that I've ended up sleeping with that um, it was always like a, a kind of a moment in time type thing where we weren't really part of each other's lives beforehand, and there was a little bit of crossover, and then you know life moves on, and you're not part of. But if ninety percent of them, like if I saw them walking down the street, it wouldn't be you know it wouldn't be an issue at all. Like mm. I would say hello and. Um, I always, I always really uh, was was proud of proud of that is probably the wrong word, but I was like very happy with that. That I would always have quite an amicable, amicable relationship, amicable, sorry, amicable, amicable relationship with women that I had slept with. Mm. That it was nothing. I don't think there was any expectations on either side, mm. um, and uh, I would be able to kind of see them, and you know, it was cool, and it was you know. Except for I've gone out with a couple of girls that I've had relationships with and I don't talk to them. But that's 
you know that's different because just like to me it was like well that's it well that's that mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to hang out you know what I mean yeah. um, no like I don't hang out with these guys but they're like people that have they're all kind of in the same big group of people yeah, yeah, that yeah, are, yeah. like we grew up together some of them like I still see them sometimes yeah, 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 yeah. like it's not that they're part of my daily life yeah, obviously yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but they're still it's part not of awkward. the crossover yeah. yeah it's part of the crossover they're friends of friends yeah. and if, it's not awkward between like and any women, of us and it's just like fine like, yeah. you know and, 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 and when and when we see each other we don't really think of that you yeah. know like it's kind of it's it, as you say it was a moment in time and it's past but and yeah, then just, life just moves that's on. the same with me like that like it was it was a moment of time of crossover like i remember that there was one girl that i stepped at when i worked in ace hotel for example do you know what i mean we were working there at the same time it didn't happen actually when we were working together it did happen once one night happened to happen and uh, and that was it and we went both working in separate places and we kind of just never saw each other again but that wasn't any you know what I mean? It wasn't mm. any, we're not keeping in touch or anything like that. That was just the natural yeah. way that it happened. It was a moment in time where, where there was a bit of crossover and then we both went different ways. So there's no, um, same with, the, I remember uh, a girl came into a place where I was working from Australia. She literally moved that day and it was like a little bit of a crossover and then she moved to another part of London. That was it. You never, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So yeah, it was yeah, never, yeah. that's kind of always the way it was with uh, with me and even in, 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 uh, in Dublin. Um, but yeah, so... I I, I, I I am happy that I would kind of see them and kind of go I mean I don't see them now but you know what I mean but um, that you would be able to go and have a cup of tea or see them in the street and go hey how are you what are you doing oh, like, uh, this is my boyfriend hey how are you that did happen to me once I remember that the other day actually <laughs> I and I didn't even have to sleep with this girl I had kissed her in, in, in high school essentially and saw her about must have been at least five six seven years later in a nightclub and i was in the awkward situation where i had broken my nose in a football match so i had all that weird mad stuff on my face so i looked terrible and i went up to like oh, hey i haven't seen you in ages and kind of put my arm around her to hug her and kind of say hey that was it nothing else and she was like my boyfriend's sitting over there and i was like oh good, good, cool yeah i'm not doing that just saying it, just saying it. <laughs> um but you know yeah that- so that that's the kind of awkwardness that i would talk about that i was just saying like that never happened for me not not that it happened yeah. for you but it's like it, i know that some girls would be like awkward about like oh i slept with that guy and blah 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 oh right and, right uh, right yeah and for me it was never like that i used to be a bit like that but like my, i get uh, most of the stuff that i that I, most of the times i had sex with people most people didn't know about it it was just mm. i didn't brag about it and i didn't meet people out in social situations either mm-hmm. where everybody was known about it i didn't like that i didn't like people knowing that part, part of my business mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's why i said i wouldn't necessarily talk about it but i would talk about it like in a random situation later on in life after the fact after it's well passed or whatever mm-hmm. like that after it hasn't happened um uh, but i i just wanted to to go back to something that you were mentioning that maybe that there's a lot of women that they're not conscious oh, yes. that they were not they're not they maybe they're not maybe they're the problem not the guy because it sounds that most of the times like if something goes wrong I did no I did I didn't put it that way but it seems in the conversations with these things the onus can be on the guy to mm. ha- like that's the reason why something wasn't good or wasn't was or wasn't good but I have been and like I say it's very rare but maybe there were women like you're saying like your friends are who don't enjoy sex maybe they were just women who didn't enjoy sex but I do remember a couple of times only a couple of times where I was like I don't know is anybody enjoying this here it doesn't feel like we want to be here or anything like that and so so yeah so that's what I, I wanted to to get to get on top of again like is the I think I think when you're being bad well guys it can be obvious like if you don't 
get up, right? Like because it's visible. But girls, if they don't like it, if they don't like sex, it might not be as good or sexy or whatever. They might not be so comfortable with the whole thing. But they also, because they don't enjoy it and they don't, they don't know better, they, they're they not aware that they're not being good yeah, at yeah, it, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah. So I think it's a little bit different. Or if different. they've been with one person for a long time, they don't know anything else. Exactly. I remember one person in particular just being like, I was like trying to even hold them a little bit more when we were doing it because I was enjoying it and I was enjoying the moment with the individual and trying to be not even intimate, just like an affectionate kind of hold. And they were like, uh, just all that was just, and I remember stopping and going like, yeah, yeah, it's great or whatever. And just didn't know, didn't. Yeah. Literally didn't seem to be enjoying anything at all. And it was a mm. bit, it was a bit of a, an odd one. And then realized that maybe that person had been with somebody for years and they just did it this one way. And that was his <laughs> kind of a thing but that's also curious curious that you're saying that because i felt again from my own experience that when i had my longest relationships that i felt that that's when i would learn more about sex because Mm. we would be exploring all sorts of things all uh, also we were super young so we would be like tend to happen in a relationship yeah yeah. you would make all these different positions all these different toys all these different stuff Mm. because you have the time to invest in that person so uh I think everything that I know from sex is like from being in longer relationships and exploring all that part of myself. Yeah. If 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 I was to put my finger on it, I would have said that those experiences that I had where it wasn't good with the girls was that it seems to be they were not able to express themselves sexually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If if I was that to put sense. it that way, that they didn't know how to. Yeah, to literally express themselves in the moment and kind of, you know, go with it and, you know, I like this and, and, you know, yeah, to literally express yourself in it. Mm -hmm. And that if I was to put my finger on it now, I'd say that that's what it was. And I'll probably get hung by the rafters for this if anyone has listened to this far in the relationship. But that's only happened with Irish women. All right. Um, Yeah. I've that could be like because as you were saying the catholic kind of i don't i don't know i don't know and like i think the younger generations are not struggling with that because from what i hear the younger generations are absolute filth but, <laughs> um uh but i do uh it was a couple of times it was with uh it was with i actually one one english girl as well but there was again it was just this kind of ability to express oneself through the body even you know was just a bit like um, just didn't seem to exist, you know, mm-hmm. and it was all a bit like, okay, well, <laughs> it was a. I wouldn't even say it was awkward. It was just like it just really killed everything because you think up until that moment everything is like, oh, and then it's just like there's nothing. This is just taking the air out of the whole thing. I have no interest in, in, and we've had a great time. We hung out to each other. We with together. We've had a couple of dates, and now this is just, you know, it really it, that's a really turn off on the relationship. Then you know because you kind of oh, yeah. go what's going on here you know yeah. and you didn't see that coming at all yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and uh so so imagine now this is a hypothetical situation but imagine that you really like one of those girls yeah and that you really wanted to see her again and just because sex was that awful <laughs> would you go and try to have second third four dates and try make try to make it better or or it was a completely turn off in the relationship you're like oh. i think it because it ends up being a combination of things but i remember i remember one particular woman who um I th- she was older than me so oh I, yeah i had just turned 21 on on at the time so i was young enough um i think she would have been in her late 20s at the time and 
it was just a combination of like I really like I really liked her as a person and there was some sort of connection I didn't quite know what it was and we'd met when we were away and then when I came back uh to she was she was very she was very very uh very kind to me very kind of mothering or something like that to me and I enjoyed that uh part of it and just it was, just seemed to be nice uh relationship nice rapport and then when i went to the bedroom stuff it just seemed to bring up some i don't know if, uh, negativity or what and i had gone to try and see her again and uh, hang out and yeah it was just all a bit with that kind of stuff it was all of it eh, you didn't seem to want to and so then that's a turn off mm -hmm. because you're breaking down a physical connection then between the two of you yeah, yeah, yeah. and then uh, honestly what happened there was another girl chasing me so i was like well <laughs> this girl likes me and she's pretty so um I just I suppose I'll end this here, you know. Yeah. So that's what happened with that one. Um, mm. But but that was my only. But I didn't want to. That was the only time that I liked somebody where it didn't go any further because oh, I right. didn't because with other times if it wasn't great it was like well whatever mm. we were just having a bit of fun or whatever you know. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever had that that I actually liked someone that much and it didn't really work out with sex. Yeah. No. I mean I think if you really like somebody then then. It's it's a combination it's, it's of things, isn't it? Like yeah. And you have like the that kind of spark and all that kind of uh, intimacy thing that it works out, even if the sex is not really great at the beginning. But you you kind of manage manage to make things happen. Yeah. Because it's and we did. We did, for both. We, we did in the end. We did. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're still here. You did say that the other day, and I think you're I think you're being waffling. But the best that you the best you you ever had was a meme. I don't believe that for a second. Why don't you believe that? Why is that so hard to believe? Um, but that's your insecurity just talking louder than you. Why? why is my that, insecurity. Why, yeah. Why is that? No, it's why not is my that insecurity. So hard to believe. I, why? It's not that hard to believe. But so why don't you believe? I just you think believe? you're spoofing, trying to cover up all the fun you had with your chocolate sauce. Well, I had lots of fun, <laughs> but but I've also well, I'm not going to go into detail here because like we're here and we don't really talk about that in right. like in public. What? Like we're not gonna just like open our sexual life book right. in public, yeah. but but yeah, but you are. Give the audience what they want to hear, you know. <laughs> no, I'm gonna leave that for the next episode. He's an animal. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've always like yeah, I've always uh, loved. It. That was one of those things that we didn't, we never. It, that that was a weird yeah. one. It didn't feel like we ever had to go through a period of working it out so that's a, that's one of the things that's why it's that's why i said that because it's like it's it, it kind of worked very well and uh like that's the thing like we never really had to work out no. like it seems that it just matched fine yeah like it, not fine but good enough you know good enough <laughs> no no it was fine it was good, good, it was good enough, enough. <laughs> no it was great I always, it was, was great, great. From, from the start yeah, yeah, yeah i just yeah, always yeah. thought it was that's true it was great running off when we both had a lunch break from the different restaurants that we were in. We would cycle back to mine really quickly, <laughs> give That's it true. give it a quick whoop de doo, and back back for the second. Because shift. we were working close enough to each yeah. other and close enough to your apartment. Yeah. Um, yeah, one days. hour break quickly into the Kingsland Road. We got apartment. lunch and everything. <laughs> <laughs> there was really no we didn't have lunch no we didn't but probably if we had lunch it was like me bringing a slice of pizza to each yeah <laughs> for each other yeah um, well there we go it's been an hour already yeah okay you've loads more filth and you can see it in her eyes mm. like she's like top up this glass of wine well you got two bottles of up. wine I know so well I just I, I, the reason I grabbed the two was because they were I, stressing out yeah yeah they were just stressy and I was like I don't want to come in here tomorrow yeah. if we need another one but um very good anyway this was fun. This was fun, yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, if you have any more 
if you have any questions or queries that you want to, we're going to, we're going to kind of be doing these uh, regularly enough on the old Hello Steve-O podcast for the next while, considering the, the whole isolation situation. Um, but I hope you're all staying safe out there. And can we just say, on a serious note, we have great chat. Please, wherever you're listening, it's fucking, it's mayhem out there. Just stay oh, at home. Yeah, it's mayhem. What? She's crying. Oh, is she? Open one sec, door. one sec. Sorry, we're back again. We think it was just a fart that happened upstairs. But we were saying, if no matter where you are in the world at this stage, with the way that the pandemic is like out there, please, please, no matter um, who you are, part of the reason we're making more podcasts for you guys to listen to is that you will stay at home. Um, it's I, Some people just aren't up to date in all the news, and I'm kind of shocked at listening to other um people from other countries and like in the US I listened to Joe Rogan today actually talking about the pandemic and he's literally questioning he's still questioning how serious it is and it's just like what yeah yeah like they closed down California basically he's like yeah you just kind of wonder how much it is that you know the government's trying to get political points and all this oh I'm my like goodness. wow you guys are really not fucking getting any information outside of the US they're so ignorant to stuff that's happening outside the US I mean I find that a lot in, in some of his conversations that he's very ignorant to what's happening in Europe um, but even in the UK, like some of my mates have gone through devastating things, losing businesses in London and all that kind of stuff right now. So it's just and people in London out drinking. Paddy's Day in Liverpool was rammed with people out drinking. This is no joke. If you Google YouTube, um, Sky News, what's happening in Italy right now, it's it's tragic. And the only way that you can stop it from happening is by staying at home and i know of course it's hard but you just have to stay away from people you can't this can't spread especially if we're in ireland we seem to be on top of it at the moment but there's already uh, nearly 400 cases of it in dublin and um, so uh, i think there's almost 800 on the island but about 50 in the republic sorry there's almost 800 but i think it's 785 in the republic and 50 percent of that is in is in Dublin. I saw something on the news that said that we Ireland was expecting until the end of the month of March to have fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand infected. Yeah. By the end of March. Yeah. Are you sure that's Ireland? Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. It was what? the Irish uh, Times or something like oh, that. Oh, really? Saw, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the, an estimate that uh, they did, like the maths, and that's what they were so expecting. Then, so then, one percent of that is what divided fifteen thousand by hundred is. I'm not going to do good good maths here now. I but. don't know. Yeah. Anyway, that whatever one percent of that is one, so two to three percent of that is what will be projected of deaths, basically. Which was yeah, that's a couple of hundred people. So there's already been How three. How many deaths? Oh, just three. I think just three deaths of mm. uh, COVID nineteen in, in Portugal. Yeah. So I think, I think one to two percent of that will be. But anyway, but can I just say something very quickly? Like, it's not only outside of Europe that people are misinformed. I find people here in Dublin that are misinformed about what's happening in the rest of the world as well. Like, and even here, some conversations that I had with some people from here, really, yeah, they're just like, oh, really? Like, oh, I didn't know. Why are you? Are you? But are you still like meeting other people? I'm like, no. Like, that's the whole point of you staying at home is that you don't go and meet yeah. friends. Yeah. Oh, because my friend just met her friend. I was like, no, like, yeah, I was in the that? that's, that's the spreading. Des and problem. I were talking about that. Like he said, people are meeting on the beach. We were, I went for a run the Phoenix Park the other day, and these like middle aged, not middle aged women in their thirties and forties, all sitting out having a picnic, and they think it's safe because they're sitting outside. It's just like fuck me. 
it's yeah, ca- I've seen ca- a lot of moms like hanging. Yeah, hanging lots of moms, lots of moms. Oh, because the kids, the, it's not dangerous for the kids. I was like, but the kids carry the virus as, as much as we do, and then you can infect someone else from your family, your neighbors. And it's not a flu that you're getting. You're getting pneumonia. You're essentially getting pneumonia, and the people that are dying of it in Italy, it's just like it's horrific. It's anyway, they're up past six thousand today. I think. Um, like there's their spike compared to China even so China's went boom and then went like that and theirs is going like Keep this going. I, I in a shorter amount of time they get worse like, why is it like that <clears throat> there's a lot of theories though but there's a lot of, I mean I, I, I'm kind of picking bits from journalistic bits here and there but one of the guys in government today admitted because they, they did do the lockdown early they did switch, but he's saying they didn't do it quick enough he's saying um, they're not they're not uh, uh, they're not they haven't done it as quick as what you know there is one side of it that you can say they did stop flights from China coming at a certain point. They did, so, but as soon as the first cases opened out there, they should have shut down everything. Um, and I think there's elements of of that. Um, it's an older population there as well. But one point that somebody made today as well was that a lot of smokers. Oh, so yeah, that's gonna. Yeah, yeah. So they would have a lot of smokers in that part of Italy and that age group, and therefore that's going to hit them way harder, way quicker. Um, so you know those that there's those elements to it as well, but also I, I I wonder how much culture means that they got it worse because they're touchy feely, you know. They're like that you greet each other with a kiss, you know. Everything they're quite communal, you know. Mm-hmm. They, Latin cultures are way more communal than Ireland and England are. Mm-hmm. You know, we do things together. We all go to mass together. We all go to the everyone. Everything is everything together. You know, everyone mm-hmm. does everything That's together. That's true. Yeah. So in those smaller cities and smaller. I could think of your family alone. Everything is everyone together all the time. Yeah, yeah. So I think with that kind of a culture, you're with people all the time. The contracting happens way quicker. That with the smoking, the touchy feeliness, the kiss and all that. You're just like passing it, passing it, passing it, passing it. And not and so, not doing the following the not following the the, the instructions and the, the measurements. The social separation or the social is that what it's called? Social, social distancing. Distance. The social distancing, and um, like that's fucking. That's not a joke. It's like just fucking do it. Um, so anyway anyone who is listening to this you know the quicker that we isolate ourselves the quicker that we stay away from contact from other people the quicker that the virus stops spreading and it's just getting worse and worse just look google the figures for italy in a month in a month six thousand people have died in italy it's been today's the first person died in italy a month ago and um you can see, like even the UK are moving slow. The first person contracted with it in, in the UK was February the 6th. I saw that today, mm. you know. So it, it's been it's been there for a while. Um, and uh, and also just a quick thing just before we finish. I think like the problem as well with we, are, we contracting is like if you have mild symptoms, they are asking people not to go to the hospitals because the problem with the spreading is that people that actually need support from the hospitals the hospitals can't give yeah. it because they're too packed there's a lot of people needing help and that's that's what is also you have to self-isolate until it's like fucking last ditch that you need to go to the hospital yeah. but by by not staying at home like the nhs nurses are doing all these photos of them in their scrubs working their asses off working 18 hours days two of them have are severely there's a there's a, a um a doctor and a professor i think in the nhs in the uk at the moment who are in severe conditions in there with COVID-19 because they've been working their asses off and now they contracted it and now they're in severe conditions themselves. They're in um, intensive care with it. So you're killing you're killing people by going, you're literally, I, I think politicians need to get out and say this a bit more, you are killing people by going out and socialising and meeting other people. You're, you're literally killing, matter, yeah. you're killing people. 
And that's that's what's happened in Italy. That's what happened. Like they've managed to get it under control in China, but the quicker that we isolate, the quicker we're you know not putting the people in the hospitals under pressure, and the quicker we can get a hold of this situation and uh, move on because. You know, we all want to get on with our lives at this stage, but we just and it's frustrating. Like I'm like, I know I've been a fucking dickhead today, but I think it really hit home for me today. A lot of stuff that, you know, not realizing how much I need to be gigging or not realizing how much I I miss comedy and I miss talking to my comedian mates and performing and writing and, you know, working it out and doing the gigs and all that. And um yeah it's hard man and like look we're in a very privileged position where you know we are healthy we do have a home and we don't have financial worries so we are privileged from that point of view and we 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 can survive this we just have to continue to play it smart and it's difficult for our daughter at the moment because she does have quite a busy social life herself she's not getting to do her ballet she's not getting to do her swimming she's not getting to do her what's the other thing that she does she I has like we, we do swaps between moms so she goes she swaps, and plays she, she sees her friends yeah, yeah yeah she uh, her friends come over here um, so like it's it's tough on her as well. Um, she's she's two and a half and she has no clue what's happening. Like yeah. why can't we go to the park? Whatever. Because actually this happened the other day. I passed by the park that we usually go. She actually says like Arbor Hill is my park, <laughs> <laughs> and there was lots of other moms there with lots of other kids. I'm like what is happening here? And so I passed by and I told her like we can't really go in there. And she was like asking why because she saw other kids in there. And I was like well we just need to go to another place. And I was trying to like not make it a big deal out of it, but also trying to give her an answer answer and not ignoring that but yeah, yeah. what do you tell to two two and a half year old saying like yeah do you know so, so anyway bottom line is we are lucky because we're not in the situation that people are in italy for example but you know and like this could be going on for a long time guys as well so anyway just i think not only if you're already doing that and you're listening to this please do encourage other people to do the same to self-isolate and we and we and we can save lives and um Try to keep being positive. That's why we want to do this podcast today, talking about the sex and talking about all that. So we can just talk about other things going on in life as well. But um, I hope you're all safe and well, no matter where you are in the world. Thank you to Dr. Maria for coming on to the show again today. I think Thank we you need, for having me. I think we need to go get more wine and practice our fingering. <laughs> I'm joking. Get some chocolate out. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> Stay anyway, safe, folks. Have a good night. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.